looking live at one of the grandest venues in American sport, the Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. So much hype has been heaped on this college football game, Dan, I'm beginning to have a hard time swallowing. All the band is out on the field! He's going to Welcome to the First in Him Podcast. Let's talk that football. Welcome into the First in Him Podcast with myself, Hudson. We have Connor on tonight and a special guest, uh, Teddy Tidbits, on for a little bit of National Signing Day uh, overview, talk through. He's, he's been known as our recruiting guy, so we'll see if he can deliver um, tonight. But we'll go through some of the bowl games, uh, touch on any of the bowl games from last week. Um, there was a couple, couple good ones, a couple real stinkers. Um, we'll go through the bowl games for uh, next week, and then we'll be back again next week with, with some more um, kind of in-depth analysis on some of the bigger games as we're starting to get closer and closer to the New Year's Six um, and the college football playoffs, the ones that everyone cares about. Um, be good. So welcome to the show, everyone. Ted, fun, good, good to have you on in a, in a normal session here. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Should be a good episode. <laughs> All Crazy right. day on Tuesday. Yeah, no, it was it was nuts. I mean, work on Tuesday was just national national signing day or early signing day should be a holiday in my opinion. I don't know what you guys think, but there's just no way work's getting done. You got recruits committing at two p.m. and I got a meeting. Like, what what are we doing here? Yeah, the best the best is the Tiger Woods meme that's been going around, and it was like forty year olds to the seventeen year old recruit (laughs) coming. Just incredible stuff on Tuesday. Just there was yeah. nothing better. Yeah, quick, quick shout out to the Tiger Woods big dog meme. I I can't get enough. I, I truly, I cannot get enough. Um, it's spectacular. It's it it works for everything. It's it's awesome. So quick, quick shout out to Tiger Woods. Thank you for blessing us again with your greatness. Um, but getting into signing day, um, I was I was keeping up with it. Obviously, some of the bigger recruits, some of the bigger flips that happened. Um, I'll leave I'll leave some of the details for a little bit, but I mean, from from Michigan standpoint, I think they had a pretty solid day. Um, we'll touch on Florida and ECU. I'm sure you guys were were dialed into that, but Michigan had 27 commits, 27 signed, uh, 27 signed. So good day, good good recipe for um, how they've been beating kind of Ohio State the last couple of years. Recruit big offensive linemen, defensive linemen that they can mold into the the shape they want, and a quarterback that's not going to make mistakes. So overall. Um, from Michigan's standpoint, there wasn't a ton of fireworks, um, but just getting the guys that, that we kind of had signed up. So I would say a, a successful early signing day for Michigan. Yeah, ECU had a great signing day as well. Brought in some talented wide receivers, which was huge. Uh, and we brought in a linebacker that I think has a lot of potential. He's 6'1", 190, so needs to put some meat on the bone. But runs a 10-6-6 in the 100. He's kind of a track guy. So – Hopefully we can kind of mold him into kind of that hybrid linebacker that, you know, ECU tends to have just because we don't get those larger 6'2", 240 guys. So I'm excited about the class. Uh, Hopefully we bring in what we need, um, and then we're going to target offensive line more so uh, in the portal for instant starters. That's that's the way to do it kind of at that level, right? There's there's plenty of guys you can get plug-and-play day one type guys. So that's that's the way to go for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And, and honestly, like, I mean, we saw it with uh, Javorius Bond for, for ECU this year. Um, we had a true freshman that played in the Michigan game. So you can find these guys out of high school that, that look really, really good right away. Um, and, and some of them are three-star guys. So you don't necessarily need to be a four or five-star to get playing time right away and make a difference. So come from a smaller high school, you might not get the looks that you would out of a larger one. So mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully we can find that diamond in the rough. Yeah. Teddy? It's all about the evals when you're at school like that. It's all about the evals. 
Got to find that diamond in the rough. Uh, well, we'll go over to Florida. Florida had probably the worst signing day in the country, easily. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's no doubt in that one. Um, losing five-star uh, Xavier Fosame to Texas. Um, it's hard to keep a guy like that who's from Texas um, to a team like Florida, who's five and seven, just fired their secondary coach, and Texas is in the playoff, looking good. And uh, tough to keep him on the recruiting class, but – Florida got their two main guys that they were really going after. LJ McCray, they held off Auburn's uh, big bag drops. And uh, DJ Lagway, USC was pushing for him last second. Seemed like the entire national media wanted him to flip badly. Um, He is the max preps player of the year. Um, Best player in the country, I personally think. A lot of people think he, uh, once the pads got on, he didn't have a good Elite 11 uh, showcase, but when the pads came on, he was easily the best player in the country. Almost beat... uh, Kyler Murray's record for most touchdowns in a season in the state of Texas. That's genuinely impressive because Kyler Murray was insane in high school. He never lost a game. Yeah, he was off by, um, I think it was two touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I'm shocked they kept him uh, because if I was a highly recruited quarterback, uh, Florida would be not very high on my list. So, Ted, is um, there is there impressive job there? Yeah, how much did they pay him? What was his NIL package? Uh, I'm actually not sure on that. Um, but he's the type of guy that loves, yeah, yeah. But he's also the type of guy that loves the rebuild. He stayed in Willis, Texas. Supposedly he had bigger offers out of high school to go to a private school, you know, guy like that in Willis, Texas. His high school football teams never really went far in the playoffs. They were not very good. And he stayed with that team. I think they won five games the year before. And that's, uh, that's crazy. Also, the fact the yeah. fact that we're talking about high schools recruiting, like you said, he had, he had better offers out of high school. That's yeah. just a that's just a hilarious thing to say in itself. That that high yeah. schools are offering kids now. Like when me and Connor played, it was like, oh yeah, we got like it was just where'd you live? Like wherever yeah. you yeah. lived is where yeah. you get high school, and it's like, oh sick, we got some kid who moved to this neighborhood. Like, this is awesome. That <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it's true. And now, now there's kids getting paid. Got Dylan Rayola, I think he went to four different high schools in four years, the other uh, top quarterback. In and class. flipped his commitment three times. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's a good segue, Ted, to some of the bigger flips of the day. Um, Jeremiah Smith, who a lot of people have, have has been thought was going to flip the whole time. That was not great English right there. Um, had thought that he might flip the entire time. He ended up uh, staying with Ohio State. He, he did not send his LOI in until last night and potentially had the opportunity to do the funniest thing in the history of early signing day where he just committed and then didn't send the LOI in and just, just put the LOI into a different school. That could have been one of the funniest things ever. Um, but unfortunately, he, he uh, did not do that. So he's, he's off to Ohio State. Um, Dylan Rayola, um, he was committed to Georgia, Ted. Uh, yep. And Georgia, he and, yeah, he flipped to Nebraska. Um, he's signed, so he's he's locked in. Um, I'm trying to think, any other big flips? Um, who was the Florida State guy, Ted? Uh, KJ Bolden flipped. He was the number one safety and uh, the number fifteen player in the class. Flipped from Florida State to Georgia. He's from Bu- Buford. I mean, I think Buford had what eight or nine guys go sign a Division One uh, scholarship this year, and they still lost two games. I mean, in, uh, Georgia high school football they, is they had they had three five stars. Yeah, <laughs> like imagine if you're just like some kid just playing college football or, or playing high and school I think football, like, and you. Show I up think and they had them. three or four four stars too, as well. That's insane. Yeah, so those are big flips. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Um, um, just 30 minutes ago, Xavier Mincy just signed um, number uh, 71 first player in the country. Um, is committing January 6th, but just signed his papers 30 minutes ago, which is hilarious. Where and where did he go? Um, they don't know. He's keeping it silent until January 6th, but he just signed his papers on Instagram Live. He's from Maine. <laughs> his teammates with LJ McCray and uh, teams battling for him are Bama, Miami, and Florida. So we'll see where he goes. Another big one, uh, another hilarious one. And this is just one of those things, like, these kids have so much power, which is just funny. Like, it's just a funny, uh, like, complex. 
but Jordan Seaton, who signed, who committed to Colorado two weeks ago, um, ultimately did not sign um, to Colorado yesterday. He said his his recruitment is now reopened, and he received a crystal ball to Maryland yesterday. So I don't I don't really know what he's doing, but he went on like Fox Sports and talked about like how he was so locked into this and how he's got so much stuff going on at Colorado, and now he's just he's just not going to Colorado, which is just yeah. Funny. He he made it really easy to root against him. Yeah, that, it, during exa- that interview, it, he just sounded like so entitled on everything. Yeah, um, and yeah, he he looked like an idiot after that. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, he's probably making millions. So, I mean, good for him. But it's just like it's a that was hilarious. Yeah, all time yeah, yeah. interview. Yeah, um, no, it was it was a hilarious interview, and then he just came out and he's just like, yeah, like just kidding. Which he didn't come out and say anything, but. I mean, wild. Also, noteworthy, noteworthy, um, something to talk about. Colorado with the 100th ranked recruiting class in the country right now. Yeah, I mean, ECU's ahead of them. <laughs> that's shout out ECU. ECU's got the Louis. Um, but I mean, that's like what? What's Dion's plan? Like, what is he doing? Because you can't just go through the portal. It's not gonna. It's not gonna work. At a certain point, like you have to recruit at a high school. Yeah, well, and I think I, we talked about it all year. It's it's all about the depth. Yeah, Colorado, you can't bring portal guys in as depth, so you got to feel the roster. Still, it's going to be tough. I, I don't I don't know what his plan is necessarily. It, I mean, ideally, he probably wants to have a seven and five record this year and get out of there. Yeah, because um, Shador will leave, um, and he can in that other uh, uh, Travis Hunter will be gone. So if he could walk to another school after this, that'd probably be his best option. Yeah. Colorado's going to drop off sooner, sooner rather than later. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll see. It's going to be, it's going to be a weird one. Um, so pretty, pretty eventful. We don't, we don't need to get into it. To be honest, we don't know that much about every single team here. I wish we did, but some of the notable ones we touched on, um, Ted, Ted's Gators, unfortunately, also about, tough. Also ahead, about Colorado. Um, Colorado's three players that they did sign that were in the top 100 are immediate impact players. Draylon Miller is um, DJ Lagway's seven-on-seven teammate. I watched this guy over the summer just watching uh, DJ Lagway's highlight tapes. He's from the Houston area as well. He's a playmaker. He's a playmaker. He'll and that's good in the slot. That's exactly why so, we have Ted on this podcast because he's watching Instagram lives of DJ Lagway to find out if this guy's a playmaker on seven-on-seven. That's, that's, that's why Ted's a recruited guy on here. The, yeah, um, no, they the three higher guys that they signed will be immediate impact players this year, and who knows if Dion stays there? I mean, they might follow him to his next school, like just like what he did for the Jackson State players. I mean, the I mean, uh, he, he might just be hopping around. Go ahead, Connor. I was gonna say the ACC had a had a great day uh, between Miami, Florida State, Clemson, uh, and then Carolina State and. Um, I guess Georgia Tech too, uh, Virginia Tech as well. They all had like decent classes. Yeah, um, they had like six people in the top or six teams in the top thirty-four um, for a conference that I mean, if we're being honest, is kind of no one really knows where it's going to go. The ACC did really, really well. So yeah, who something to, something N- to look at? NC State has been killing the uh, the portal Tr- right? transfer. Yeah, yeah, they they've done well in the transfer. Portal. Yeah, they're ranked um, seventh in the portal rankings right now. Colorado also is number one, to, so maybe, maybe not just a basketball school. State got Justin Jolly, the number one tight end in the portal. They got Jordan Waters, the Duke running back, who is who is extremely solid. He'll be their starting running back next year. That they also got, we didn't touch. They on got that. both corners from Maryland, and then they got obviously Grayson McCall. So they've done well. That's such a hilarious move to transfer from Duke to NC State. We didn't touch on that at all. Absolutely yeah, hilarious is. move. Did you see, he was in suspenders, like straight up suspenders, like overalls in his uh, state thing. It was hilarious. Yeah. Also, speaking of hilarious signing day things, did you guys see the clip of the number one Juco product who's committed to Ole Miss? Lamborghini. Yeah. That, I mean, hilarious. that, that is, we got, we got the NCAA concerned about cheeseburgers, but, but we I got mean, fucking. We got this guy pulling up in a Lamborghini. I mean, how much are they paying these guys? Like, Ted, you'll have a better gauge in this. I don't know if you know the answer. Like, Walter Nolan is pretty much a lock to Ole Miss at this point. How much are they paying him? Like, 
It's it's insane how much it's these kids are making. Got to be over. It's, I mean, just look at that Florida State defensive end who just hit the portal asking for a million dollars. Yeah, like this guy. I mean, he's obviously a good good player, but I mean, a million dollars for a defensive end is crazy. Insane. Well, think casual fans don't know defensive ends' names. Yeah, exactly. They're flashy. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> especially Walter Nolan. Like Walter Nolan is an impact player, but he's a defensive tackle. Like. I mean, he was the number one recruit in the country for his yeah. recruiting class. Yeah, though. yeah. And, so he, and he had a great year, though. Yeah. But then you got to look at a guy like Aaron Donald, who was, I mean, arguably the best defensive player in the NFL for two or three years. Yeah. So, I mean, look at, he look, at D-tackle. look at Dexter Lawrence. Like, uh, he's another good example. Went to Clemson. Not a lot of people knew him. He's, he's an all-pro on the Giants now. He's the PFF top-rated defensive tackle. And, and, and it's I would, quiet. It's and I, quiet. I was about to say, I would say, I would say 50% of NFL fans – Maybe more couldn't wouldn't even know what team he plays on. Yeah, well, Linville I mean, Joseph, defensive tackle out of ECU, had a like ten year NFL career, was all pro, like all this stuff. But you just don't hear their name because they're yeah. defensive tackle. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Carter was supposed to be the number one pick until like that. He's a defensive tackle until the craziness happened. And, yeah, the car yeah. incident. Yeah, so, I mean, he's an impact player too. So, yeah, so. Um, shout out, shout out, D tackle, shout out, fat guys. Honestly, hey, is my is Miami back? Are, are they going to be good? I mean, Ted, I'll let you go to this because I feel like we do see this recipe every year where Cristobal comes in, Miami just drops bags on these players, and Cristobal is just a terrible coach. So if I, I saw some very funny tweets this year when Harbaugh got suspended and just Miami fans begging to get the Harbaugh suspension to Cristobal, saying can he just recruit and do everything else but not coach on Saturdays? Hilarious tweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, Ted – What's your feeling on is Miami back? Uh, I mean, the average for their class is 90.78 sitting at the three class. I mean, they signed a lot. They signed 27 players. The next team that has a worse ranking than that is number 11 LSU with a 90.49 average ranking. So, I mean, they just brought in a lot of players. And, I mean, they're top and bottom heavy, not really middle, if you know what I mean. I mean, they brought in a couple five stars. And a lot of three stars. So, but in this day I mean, and age, isn't don't you kind of want like quantity because like quality is so hit or miss now? Like players just, I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like the. I mean, yeah, it's basically now, it's, it's like a talent accusation want, business. So you just who's ever best of position they'll play, and then I mean the other guy's gone. Class like that, yeah, they'll transfer out and go somewhere else. I mean, you really just <laughs> pull in all these big numbers and see who's the best out of all the big numbers. And the other guys yeah. will just transfer out. It'll just play out. This is Crazy. probably a dumb question, but I didn't give a – I just didn't give a shit about Miami this year. Who's their quarterback next year? It's It's got to be – it's got to be one of those guys at the portal, right? Yeah, a lot of people are talking about Cam Ward being there. Um, yeah. I know Will Howard, I would, I Will would Howard love, visited. I, I would but, be um, so hard for Cam Ward to go there. That'd be fun. I'd love yeah, that. That'd yeah. be fun. I just no. want fun. That's all I want. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I could see him there. I mean, they, they obviously have the money to do it. They're just paying these kids fucking last second to flip. Like, it's 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 crazy what they're doing. But, but again, if they feel like they're, they can win now and their window is this year, like, pay up for a quarterback and get it done. And, and you never know, right? Especially if Florida State isn't playing in the ACC. I don't know. I don't know if about, enough about how that is going to work with timing. I would assume they're probably going to be in the AD this season. I feel like that's too quick of a turnaround. Um, but I mean, you never know, right? Like if you're Miami 12 team playoff, you win 11 games, you're in. So yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see what they do at quarterback. Is it, it correct me if I'm wrong. And I don't know if it was you or Ted that said this, Connor, is it Will Howard, uh, crystal ball to USC right now? Yeah. Am I, oh, they, he is. they brought him and Cam Ward in the same weekend. And, gotcha. uh, uh, I, Howard with USC why week. would Will Howard want to go to USC? I mean, I guess, I guess it gives them a great shot at going pro. I think that's probably right. Like, you got to yeah. look at the Lincoln-Riley quarterback tree, and it's but like – Good good God, you're going to get beat up there. I mean, they don't, they're not going to have an O-line again. They never do. They, your defense is going to suck. You're going to have to score 60 a game. It's just – I don't know. I, yeah. I guess if, if he gets you ready for the pros and you get drafted, it's worth it. So Yeah, no, we'll, we'll see. Speaking of USC, uh, Damani Brown – or Damani Jackson, Ted, Damani – What's his name? The, the, yeah, between you guys and Bama. Yeah, it's between Michigan Jackson. and Bama. Um, he, was, he was originally between us, Bama, and USC. Um, he, he hit the portal last week. 
I think we have a really good chance of getting him. He's best friends with Will Johnson, who's our All-American corner. Um, so we'll, we'll see on that one. I'm pretty excited. And all my homies hate Bama. So <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, but, all right, let's, let's go into a little bit of bowl game talk. We, we could talk on the portal longer, but, I mean, there, there's so much to, to unravel. Um, we'll, we'll go all night. So let's, let's touch on some of the games. Um, any takeaways from uh, the bowl games between uh, last – when did we record? Last Wednesday to – or, no, I guess last Saturday to now um, from you guys? I think I watched probably every single one. I got two games that I want to touch on. No, I mean, I've watched every single one with you. Um, yeah, I don't really no, have one to start. First, we can start off from the beginning. Um, Georgia yeah, we Southern. Don't, we don't need to touch. First half. Yeah, Georgia Southern <laughs> dog shit. We don't need to touch on every single game. I do want to touch on FAMU. Uh, their, their mascot getting sturdy on the sidelines. I live bet them 10 times after seeing that. You can ask Ted to sit with me. I mean, they're, they're, their mascot was just – he was he was getting after it on the sideline. I respect that. I'm a fam you guy from now on. So, that that's all I have on that game. It was it was low-key a banger. They beat Howard 30-26 to 26 for the Black National Championship. Um, but it, it was it was electric. Um, App State, Miami, final App State wins 13-9 in a torrential downpour. I mean, that was, that was one of the worst football games I've ever watched. Um, what else we got? I can't tell if that App State quarterback's all the hype. I mean, people were talking about how Aguilar has kind of progressed through the season, and he's going to be a senior next year. I mean, App State should be decent again next year, but is he worth the hype? Do you guys know? I don't know. It's hard to judge in that that type of downpour. I mean, the guys looked good during the year, and, mm-hmm. you know, I think he's pretty talented. Yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll see. I, I think you're right. Honestly, it's like the only game I've watched of him. I watched one other game it was when they played Coastal, and it was probably his worst game of the year. <laughs> That's the only App State I've watched. He, he balled out against JMU, though. He played really yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll see. Um, only other game from Saturday I want to touch on, and this was not a bowl game. This was a FCS semifinal. North Dakota State loses in double overtime to Montana. I believe the final was 39-37. That game was an absolute banger. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't know, Connor, if you watch that. Me and Ted watch it. We had North Dakota State in that one. Montana has maybe the best stadium in the country. Like, their home field environment is insane. It's so sick. They played an awesome game. They advanced to the national championship to play South Dakota State. I mean, that was that was the best game of the Saturday by far. Yeah. No, I actually I actually haven't watched, like, a bowl game. I've been so busy the last couple of weeks. Um, so, I didn't watch, like, any of these games. But um, I, I did miss on the Cal game. I took Cal for some I took, reason. I took Cal. I love Cal. Sure. Also, yeah, right we got screwed with that. We got we got screwed with him staying Mendoza. injured. I don't know. Yeah, if they, Mendoza, yeah, Mendoza. He yeah, hurt. He got hurt. Him. Yeah. I did take UCLA though, so I, I was I love that game. Yeah, me and Ted. That was a funny one for me and Ted. Ted was on. Uh, by the way, South Florida is up thirty-eight to zero on Cuse. Um, <laughs> I, but I make one to get another. I have, have Cuse. That's not good. Yeah, that's not that's not great for you. Me and Ted are on USF for for a couple. So we're we're. I'm I'm enjoying this scoreline, but um, Hughes. The, I mean, Connor, did you know that they were starting a tight end, tight end at quarterback? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's what the information that was passed down to me, and I'll read it to you. Was mm-hmm. um, let's see here on third string QB who's never tossed a pass in his life, so probably will be in wildcat on offense. But pretty much everyone else is playing. Um, I bet they cover easily. <laughs> <laughs> the last the last line makes that um that was that was sent to me from our belt winning champion kevo by way of uh tim leonard so <laughs> just a wild 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 thing um yeah. and uh yeah that, that pretty much well, sold me well yeah cuse is next year after their, their season starts after tonight their 2024 season um yeah if they put mccord in tonight could have been different could could have been very different. I mean, their quarterback is is bad. He's bad, really bad. Um, but let's let's get back to the bowl games here. Only other bowl game I want to touch on from last week 
Western Kentucky versus Old Dominion in the famous Toastery Bowl. Western Kentucky wins 38-35 in overtime. This game was a banger. It was a 2 p.m. Monday kickoff, which, I mean, it doesn't get more electric than that. That's peak bowl season. And Western Kentucky was down 28-0. They came back and won in overtime. That's, that's, why, bowl, that's why bowl season is the best. There's nothing like it. Um, shout, out, shout out Western Kentucky in the best famous Toastery Bowl we've ever seen. Um, but <laughs> I just, I'm looking at the Tiger Woods meme again. It's so good. It's, it's so good. Um, it never misses. It's so good. Talking about the Western Kentucky game, um, in our little bull pick thing, I had Western Kentucky minus three and a half. So that was, that was a yeah. brutal. That wasn't great. Come back just for not the spread. Yeah. But, it's tough. Okay. Well. All right, let's put the first week of bowl season to rest. We got we got a lot of bowl games coming up over the next couple of days here. We'll go through uh, the Friday night game, the Saturday games, the Monday and Tuesday night games for next week. So so we have a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. There's actually no Monday games uh, because of the NFL. So Christmas. We'll go through. Yeah. Oh, Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. We won't we won't be on before then. Um, but no Christmas Day podcast, Hud. Uh, maybe we'll do a little Christmas Day pod. We'll 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 we'll, we'll see. How about that? We'll spread we'll spread some cheer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ted, you got any uh, you got any NBA on Christmas locks? Either of you? I know you guys are more of NBA guys than me. Bucks by a million. I hate the NBA. Ah, all right. I take it back, Connor. Not confirmed. Not an uh, NBA guy. Confirm. I'm a college hoops uh, guy. Uh, love fair love college hoops. Fair. Me and Ted went to a great college basketball game last night. Uh, UNC at Oklahoma, or I guess neither team was. It was neutral, but. Uh, that was a fun game. I, I hope you hammered UNC. We we did we 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 did well there. That line made no sense. I think Oklahoma Oklahoma's very fraudy. Yeah. I mean, they haven't really played anyone. So I'm glad yeah, no, UNC looked good. I I I, I liked the way they played. Yeah, I, um, I I hate UNC, but RJ Davis is so good at basketball. Yeah, he's re- he played really good last night. He's, um, he hasn't he hasn't had a bad game this season. I don't think. I mean, I mean, he's, I mean, he's averaging twenty two points a game. I'm not gonna lie. That's the first and likely last game I'll watch of him till like UNC starts to play Duke. Um, but I mean, he was good last night. I'll I'll I'll, I'll ag- agree with that. Yeah. But anyway, let's go. Let's let's go to the forward-looking bowl games. We have the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl tomorrow night in uh, I believe this one's in Tampa, Georgia Tech playing UCF. UCF minus four and a half. Um, either you got to play on this one, either you like anything. Yeah, this, uh, this game is going to be, uh, UCF, uh, home game pretty much. Um, correct. Yeah, that, that's all I really got. I'm taking UCF. <laughs> I, I have no knowledge of, of the game. Who's playing? I don't care who's playing. Um, I, I you know, it'll, it'll be on the TV. I'm going to a Christmas party tomorrow night. Uh, Christmas party starts at six. So uh, I'm sure it'll be on the TVs while I'm at the Christmas party, and I'll be watching. So there we go. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry um, Christmas. I actually, I actually do have a play in this game that I like, and it's actually I, I like Georgia Tech a lot. I think there's a motivated team who's come in. Uh, they they have not made a bowl game in a long time. I think there's a really good opportunity in in a warm weather environment um, to get rolling. And and Haynes King has played really well this season. Um, so I actually I actually like Georgia Tech, and I'm going to be flying tomorrow. I'm going down to Florida. Um, so I will be uh, I will be betting on this game because I, I definitely don't know what else I would do on the plane. Um, spoken like a true degenerate. Um, so give me give me Georgia Tech plus four and a half here. Is John Reese Plumley playing? Do you know? Unsure. I would imagine he's got to be in the TP, right, Ted? No, he's he's not. He's still on the team. All right. If he if he's playing, I'm taking UCF. If he doesn't, I'm I'm definitely taking Georgia Tech. Yeah, well, well uh, I think I'm taking Georgia that. Tech on this one. I'm agreeing with HUD. Just because Georgia Tech's momentum right now, even in the portal, is going crazy. I mean, they're picking up some solid players to plug in next year. They should be – I don't know about a contender in the ACC, but they'll be definitely a tough team to go against next year. And uh, they'll continue the momentum in this bowl game. Four and a half. And underdogs have been very good to me. Yeah, underdogs season. Underdogs have been really good this bowl season. I think, I think ah. they're, they're certainly – they're, I think they're more over 500 on the money line, which is obviously what you want. Because um, you just don't know with opt-outs and transfers. You know, I, I, mean, I, just, I just realized I, I picked Georgia Tech in the bowl pick them. So, 
uh, I'm switching my pick uh, there to uh, Georgia Tech. There we go. Heard it, heard, it here, heard it here live. Connor is on, now on Georgia Tech. Um, mm-hmm. Go Yellow Jackets. <laughs> let's move to the Saturday games. We got some muck fests on Saturday, but we don't, we don't complain. We have the 76 Birmingham Bowl. Troy taking on Duke. Birmingham, um, Alabama. The line is Troy minus seven. Um, I, I don't really have any play here. I don't know about you guys. I, I'd probably lean Troy, but, but I mean, who, Does who is Duke left? even have a team to put I, out on that's, the field? That's what I was about to say. I don't, I don't even know who is left. Also, didn't Troy's coach get hired somewhere? Yeah, Troy's coach uh, also left. Yeah, I forgot so, where he went, but. Yeah, that's that's. And saying. a couple I, of their best players. I think like their, uh, was it their wide receiver, Barber or something like that? He's pretty solid. And their running back, Troy's running back, I think's in the TP as well. So they're yeah, going to be missing the, the Troy two. fans. The Troy fans will travel, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's in Alabama. That is yeah. true. Yeah. All right. So I, I mean, yeah, again, I guess I lean Troy here. I, I don't know if either of you guys have a play. This this is a bad bowl game. This this is one of those that that we'll, we probably won't bet because there's another one at noon. But hey, I mean, we don't we don't complain. I mean, I did bet Duke uh, when they played Pitt in their last game of the season. I have. I think it was Loftus is their quarterback. Um, he's a freshman. Oh, and, is it the kid who played I mean, against NC State when we were in Vegas, Connor? Is it that kid? Is that Loftus? Oh, no. If it's that kid, I'm, yeah. I'm betting. Troy. I mean, he's 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 filled in. He's I mean, he's throwing 823 yards this year and eight touchdowns and three interceptions. It's been game. a bad 823 yards though. <laughs> Has I mean, it been? Guy, that guy's rough. I mean, we watched beat, that one game. He it did was beat, terrible. It, he did beat NC State though, which is kind of funny because yeah, it is. It is. that game was, yeah, terrible. terrible. I, I don't think he's played NC State. He's no, a true freshman. I think he did play when, uh, when what's his name was hurt. Did he? Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, he definitely because State lost to Duke's backup, which yeah. is like because if they had won that game, they would have. And I mean, it wasn't even close. Like it was twenty-four to three. Yeah, um, but if they had won that game or the Louisville game, state season could have been crazy. Yeah, um, two a two hour drive from Troy to uh, um, Birmingham. So there we go. I mean, pack your bags, Troy fans. Let's go. <laughs> Get after it. Um, so let's move to the other uh, the other bowl in uh, also taking place in Alabama, the Camilla Bowl, Arkansas mm-hmm. State uh, versus Northern Illinois with Arkansas State minus three. I mean. I don't know about this one, fellas. I, <laughs> I, I got I got nothing. I'm taking I, Northern I, Illinois. I can give you a couple things. Arkansas is closer, <laughs> so those fans, you know they're traveling. You, you know they're fast. I mean, they're That's going to be there. They're going to be there. Jonesboro, Arkansas to <laughs> Montgomery, Alabama. There's nothing better. Yeah. Is Jalen Rayner playing? I mean, I don't know why I'm asking like either of you know. Um, he's pretty good. He, he played well this year. Um, he's the quarterback. Who's uh, for Arkansas, Arkansas State. State's head coach? No uh, idea. He's that guy. Who, he got kicked out of Tennessee. He was he was putting the money in the McDonald's bags at Tennessee. Butch, Butch Davis. <laughs> yeah, or something like that. He was putting the money in the McDonald's bags for recruits. Shout out he's him. A, what a dog. Head coach at Arkansas yeah, State. Yeah, so. only five hours and forty minutes by car, Jonesboro <laughs> to uh, to Montgomery. That's so, what Connor's yeah. big on the uh, the time the the travel today um that's, that's I, I think you... i think it plays a factor I mean, you want to see your fans traveling to bowl games there it's we important. go all right well you know five hours by car how far by plane you know i i guarantee you there aren't many uh airports <laughs> in alabama i know that for a fact yeah confirmed all There's right probably well, one in montgomery though uh, arkansas state scored 77 points in a game this year so we're taking the over is what i'm hearing I'm taking I'm taking Remember, Northern Illinois. Actually, give me Arkansas State. I think I'm taking Arkansas State just because they're closer. Do you remember the – Isn't coach? Arkansas State the one with the red field too? Don't they have a red field, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, like the field is, like, actually red. I don't know. They, I, they, had a, they had a coach that, like, his wife died of cancer, breast cancer, and they wore, like, pink. Do you remember that? Like, two or three years back, four I years back? I do not, but, but R.I.P. Yeah, no, I mean, I think it was, like, a really cool story. They did on ESPN, like, the players wore pink socks, like, the rest of the season. Like, it was, it was super cool. Oh, um, I'm, I'm unfamiliar with that, but but. Let's, let's go Arkansas State. I like that. Yeah, yeah, we're going Arkansas State. 
um, in support. Um, we will then move to the Lockheed Martin Armed Force Bowl. This is actually a banger. Air Force at JMU. Um, JMU is minus two with the over-under set at 40 and a half. Um, I, I don't know about this one. This is easily the best game so far on Saturday. I don't know. You, you guys got anything here? Um, this one will be a good one to watch. Uh, I don't really have a play other than I'm just excited to watch the game. I might live it. Uh, it's yeah. not something I would take before the game because I have no idea. If it was regular season, I'd probably be like, uh, give me the points here with Air yeah. Force. Yeah. But Air Force looked horrible. Down I, I, was, I was about to say, Air Force lost their last four. I'm, I'm all over JMU in this spot, right? Like You want to talk about a motivated team. They, they, never, they weren't ranked all season. They were good. They obviously lost that game against App State, which which is a tough one to swallow. But with that being said, I mean, they got everything. The first ever bowl game. Um, they are without their head coach. That's the only thing we do need to think about. And their entire coaching staff. And you yeah. took all the entire coaching and, staff. And their, and their quarterback. So, And their leading wide receiver. Yeah, so, so they're a little – So Who's at, playing? I, I don't know. I, I take it back. I, I might not be on JMU after this. Um, yeah, I, I'm taking Air Force and that – not even like a makeshift triple option. I think they can ground and pound in this game against JMU's backups. And uh, you know what? I'll take it for the service academy vibes, just taking the Air Force. Yeah, you shout know out, what? Shout out Mike Bartholomew. Shout out, uh, shout out United States of America. I agree. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out. Um, uh, Ted, you know what? A- after after you uh, give a quick shout out to your dad, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on Air Force. Give me Air Force. Shout out Mike Bartholomew, the GOAT. If you're listening oh. – Keep being we'll take good. the Falcons. Yeah, no, we're taking flight on Saturday. Yeah. Um, okay, we have the famous Idaho Potato Bowl, another banger here. Uh, Georgia State playing Utah State. Uh, Utah State is minus one. Anything here, fellas? Um, Hud, we watched that one Georgia State game this year. Um, I forgot who they were playing. Was it – was it at? No, I think it was, it was Georgia, Georgia Southern. Southern. I think it was Georgia Southern. Southern. Yeah, I'm. I'm taking. And, uh, yeah, go ahead. Ted. I'm taking Utah State after what we saw. Exactly. Game exactly. Georgia exactly. I'm on Utah and I think State. they've lost their last five games. Georgia State was six and one, and they lost their last five games. And they're going to be without their starting running back, who ran for 1,300 yards this year, who at the TP. I think he went to Auburn, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so they'll be without their best player. Um. I don't know much about Utah State, but <clears throat> Georgia State shouldn't even be in a bowl game. If you lose your last five games, they should just kick you out of bowl eligibility. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. So yeah, not not too much else to offer there. Um, I'm gonna. I, I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna be taking Utah State big. That's my decision on that. I love it. I love it. Also, also Utah definitely closer to Idaho, so fans will be traveling. <laughs> yeah, West Coast. I like hey, West Coast on the West Coast. Yeah, exactly. Hey, jet lag is real, especially around Christmas time. Yeah, 100%. It, how does Georgia State even practice for Boise, Idaho? I feel like it's pretty cold there. I mean, I mean, I know it's not enormous in Atlanta right now, but going up into those mountains, I know higher elevation. Utah oh, wow. State's probably in elevation. I mean, it's a great because they they're playing on the blue turf. Yeah, they're playing on. I'm the sure Utah State is at some sort of elevation. So, good knowledge oh, wow. there, Chad. Dense, yeah. dense fog advisory. Wow, good. That's, that's good. That's good to know. That's good Friday's to know, Connor. Yeah. And it's not like a normal game, so they're going to be going there. What, like four or five days before the bowl game? So, I mean, elevation sickness could set in when you're running that much. Three thirty <laughs> that long. I don't know. Three thirty. I don't even know much about it. It's going to get. It'll get dark there. It's going to drop below freezing. Uh, those, yeah, those Georgia boys uh, are going to like. Oh, that. it sounds like we're on Utah no. State here. Um. All right, I'm going to breeze through the uh, 68 Ventures Bowl between Eastern Michigan and South Alabama. South Alabama is a 17-point favorite. I will lay the 17 solely because South Alabama beat Oklahoma State this year. That's all I got. Yeah, I actually – I just think South Alabama is a better football team. I mean, they they're definitely are a better football team. They are a 17-point favorite. Hey, this, this bowl game is in Alabama, so – Oh, uh, oh yeah. Corners. Oh, yeah. Where is oh South Alabama gosh. located? Does anyone know? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, like I can tell you in about two seconds so, here. I, let me know, yeah. Connor. How far is it away from Mobile? Oh, it's in Mobile. 
Oh, oh, it's a home oh, game. It's a home it's game. A home game. We're hammering South Alabama. We're, wow. we're hammering South Alabama. Wait, it, is that the same stadium? <laughs> it's got to be. They're, right? playing their, they're playing in their home stadium. This that's, is insane. That's absolute. And and the best part is they're the away team. <laughs> that's whole, that's actually kind of cool. The players are going to play in their home stadium in the away jersey. Yeah, no, that's, that's motivation. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah give me South Alabama. Sick. We're all over the Jags on Wait, Saturday. This, this might be my biggest play of the weekend. <laughs> Oh. Wow, that's I mean, that's good this, stuff. We're we'll be jagging off. <laughs> we will be jagging off. Um, all right, so give us give us the jags. Um, to the other, yeah, that's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Let's go to the SRS Distribution Las Vegas Bowl, our actual first bowl game between any teams of the Pulse here. Um, Utah <laughs> at Northwestern. Uh, Utah is minus six with the over under set at forty one and a half. What are thoughts here? Um, Who's playing who, quarterback for Utah? No idea. Who's Both playing quarterbacks quarterback are for Northwestern. Bear Bryant is in um, the – Yeah. I don't know if his Bear first Bryant. name is Bear. He is the grandson of Bear Bryant, I'm pretty sure. Okay, so then that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know who's playing for Utah. I don't really know who's playing in this game. You like to think from a motivation standpoint, Northwestern is going to be really excited to be here. They were supposed to be the worst team in FBS, and now they're in a bowl game. But Utah is closer to Las Vegas. A lot closer. Uh, I actually – I really like Utah on this. Yeah. I mean, I, I, if we're being honest, Utah's just a much better team. Yeah, I just like worry even, – Even their backups are going to be better than – I just worry who's who's left a quarterback because I know the other the other quarterback also is in the transfer portal. Like they're one yeah, – both quarterbacks. Yeah, Cam Rising's out and then – the Bryson Barnes is in the TP. What's the other and guy? And then uh, Jackson, the dual threat guy, he's also yeah. he's yeah. uh, going to be the starting quarterback at Vanderbilt next year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that. That's what. Oh, it's Luke. Third. It's Luke uh, Bot- Batari, maybe. <laughs> oh, well, when you put it like 60, that, he had yeah. sixty-one. He had sixty-one yards against Colorado. So he's five ten, two oh five. I, I'm going to take Northwestern and yeah, go I on think. a limb here. Um, they've had, you, honestly, shout out their coach. This has been an incredible season for them. I mean, from the start, I mean, what was their win total? Two and a half after what, I think it was, I think it was one and a half. Was it one and a half? I think it was. Yeah, I mean, I, I forgot their coach's name. I mean, he started off as an intern, and he's really turned that program around this year. I mean, they had no hope at all going into the season. Yeah. Um, no one believed them, and um, I'll believe in them in the bowl game. Yeah, yeah I, I think Utah – I'm just going to take Utah. They're going to run all over. They had 253 yards against Colorado. I guess that's right. not saying – that's well, not very exciting. I, but North, <laughs> I feel like Northwestern coming from the Big Ten, they're going to be used to getting the run. I mean – Yeah, no, we'll, so. we'll see. I, I really don't know on this one. Um, but let's right, keep rolling Utah, here we still got I'm a lot of games to look left. At who, who they lost, but I have no idea. Yeah, it's impossible to figure it out. Um. But let's go to the easy post Hawaii Bowl. Uh, Coastal Carolina playing San Jose State. San Jose State minus nine. Um, I have I have a play here, um, and it's it's going to be San Jose State. Um, their their quarterback is pretty good. He can run. San Jose State maybe played played one of the harder schedules in the country, and they got absolutely robbed not being in the Mountain <coughs> West. Bless you, um, not being in the Mountain West uh, championship game. So I think I think they're going to be pissed that they weren't there. Um, I have no idea on opt outs. I'm just going to pretend there's no opt outs, and I'm taking San Jose State minus nine. Yep, I agree. Um, Coastal Carolina, just I mean, I, I saw them in a bowl game versus East Carolina last year. We whooped them. They're just not a bowl game team. There we go. Heard it here first, Ted. Uh, San Jose State uh, has already played in the state of Hawaii this year, and they won thirty-five to zero. I good to know. Good, good to know. They they played and, that stadium. They're I mean, familiar. Connor, find out how far away Myrtle Beach <laughs> is to Honolulu, Hawaii. Find out how many miles that is. Yep, that's, I'll, that's do, it. I'll do it. By, I'll do it that's by car too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it by car. Let us let us know. Uh, all right. So again, no that that wraps up the Saturday slate. No bowl games on Monday. Um, just just due to the uh, Christmas schedule. But we will be back on Tuesday at two p.m. For the quick lane bowl, a fucking banger. Minnesota five and seven playing bowling green. 
Uh, Minnesota is a three and a half point favorite. I also have a play on this one. Um, give me, give me Bowling Green. They already beat Georgia Tech this year. Um, they, they, I, I think they might be decent. I have no idea on opt outs. Um, I love the Mac. Minnesota had to pay a quarterback twenty grand just to play in this game because they literally had no quarterbacks left. Bosak um, is playing. Is he? Yeah. For uh, g- give me, give me Bowling Green. Yeah, I like Bowling Green plus three and a half. And I, I will be taking that money line. Connor, uh, um, you still looking up how far it is by car? Yeah, it's uh, four thousand seven hundred twenty-seven miles. That's that's quite the trip. That's the shortest trip, but that's by airline. Gotcha, gotcha. So, 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 so we got to get some elevation in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we can't, we, we can't, we can't drive there. I mean, that, that phone, game's technically going to kick off ten thirty our time and only seven o'clock their time technically. So, I mean, might be a little tired. I, I where are you going with this? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Time difference. It's a big thing. All right, fair enough. Driving all the way. Fair enough. Both, time difference. Both both schools are coming from you know beachy areas, so yeah, they're not going to be distracted by the Hawaiian waters. Fair enough. That's so sick. Um, if you're if you're a player, like if you're like a player on a mediocre team, getting to play in the Hawaii Bowl is so sick. So cool. Like that's that's the best part about bowl games is like the players and they get that that and like that's that's cool for them. So shout out to players. Yep. Absolutely. Shout out to players. I'm going Bowling Green here. Um, I'm not sure who y'all picked. I we were on Bowling a, Green. We were on Bowling Green. I, mean, I was in we, a trance. We we love this, Bowling uh, Green. Honolulu to Myrtle Beach. Um, but yeah, I'm going Bowling Green. Uh, Minnesota's offense is disgusting. That's my sole reason for going with Bowling Green. Um, yeah, and I'm getting there, points. There we go. All right. Well, we're all in Bowling Green there. Uh, let's this go this to, game. What's the under? Uh, it is over-under. 39 and a half. Yeah, I mean, this game's going to be terrible. Yeah, ter- terrible, <laughs> terrible football game. I mean, it's so and it's funny. In Ford, and it's in Ford Field. Oh, that's it's, horrible. It's a it's a banger. And you know who knows how to play at Ford Field? That would be MAC teams. You know who's in the MAC? Bowling Green. That's a great point. Oh, that's a great point. Yep. Connor, you – Connor, yeah, get get us dialed in on the uh, on the, the mileage there. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that's going to be somewhat close. So, yeah. Bowling Green – we need to look up Bowling Green, Ohio to – uh, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll figure again. it out. I'll go. I'm going in the maps. Y'all, <laughs> y'all do your thing. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep going here. We, uh, we'll go to the serve pro first responder bowl, uh, Texas state playing rice, Texas state minus five and a half. Ted, you got anything here? Uh, I kind of like that... the over in this game. Yeah. I'm, I'll take it. Give me the over. Sounds good. We got TJ Finley. Um, Is he playing? Coming in this, uh, it says active, so, I mean, we got a, two former SEC quarterbacks going off in this. Um, if, is Daniels playing, do we know? JT Daniels? I mean, I don't think anyone knows if anyone is playing, so we just keep asking like yeah. anyone's going to know. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. I, Boy, I don't know, I don't know bowling, if the playing or not. It makes sense, but Bowling Green's only an hour and fifteen from Detroit. Wow! It's in, yeah, yeah, it's in Northwest Ohio. So, yeah, it's which I mean, it makes Midwest sense. Cause it's always like snowing in Bowling Green games. Yeah, facts. All my homies hate so, Ohio. Um. <laughs> so yeah, that's a big one. Big one for Bowling Green. Yeah, They'll be yeah, traveling yeah. up there. I know yeah. they will. They there you go. Christmas. All right, Connor. We are on Texas State Rice. Uh, Texas State minus five and a half. What do you got for us? Oh yeah, this one. This one's great. Two teams from the state of Texas playing in Texas. Um, I'm going to go Texas State. I hate Rice. They beat ECU. They probably didn't deserve to beat ECU. Um, but if TJ Finley plays, I'm definitely taking t- Texas State. Um, Texas State was actually pretty good in the beginning of the year, I feel like. Yeah. All right. We're all in agreement on that one. Yeah. Didn't they have, like, the biggest upset of the year spread-wise um, straight up? Oh, they beat Baylor. Baylor. Baylor, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, you're right. That was like thirty plus. Crazy, yeah, they were like a thirty plus, plus underdog. Yeah, yeah, they won convincingly. Yeah. yeah, no, good, good knowledge there, Ted. Um, they can score. I mean, they were yeah. putting up points. Yeah, overs just uh, overs at sixty. So there's there's some points to be had here. Yeah, is JT Daniels portaled again? Where is he going to go? 
He's in the portal? I'm pretty sure. He asked for, like, another year eligibility and got it granted. I mean, that's so that's so funny. That's... Am I crazy? I have no idea. Is uh, McCaffrey playing, do we know? Is, I know he's in the transfer portal, but. Unsure. Who knows? Um, yeah. The next game's a great one, though. I'm very yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah. Kansas UNLV in the guaranteed rate bowl. Uh, Kansas minus 12 and a half with the over and under set of 64 and a half. And Connor, lead us. Yeah, I'm just excited for this one. Uh, I'm, I'm a Kansas guy. I'm taking Kansas. Uh, I, I honestly have no clue who the quarterback is. I assume it's Bean. Um, but I just – I like to root for Kansas in football. Uh, not in basketball, but football. So, yeah. uh, give me give me Kansas here. UNLV, by the way, their safeties coach, Damian Magazoo, he played uh, football at East Carolina. Uh, we just hired him as our safeties coach because our safeties coach left to take the defensive coordinator position at Austin P. So, absolutely massive hire by us, bringing in a former player. He had the pick six in the end zone in overtime versus NC State uh, way back in the day, um, 2011, 13, somewhere around that time period. Um, but he was a stud safety for us, number 11. Um, so, Here we go. excited to have him on the coaching staff. Always good to have former players that want to come back uh, and coach because that's, that's just a great recruiting boost there. Um, but obviously UNLV had a good defensive year, so I'm excited about that. There we go. Shout out number 11. Um, Damian yep. Magazoo, great name. Damian, that is a good name. Um, I think we all know where, where uh, Ted stands on this. Um, I, think, I think I'm going to join him with, on UNLV here. Um, they, they've been so good to us all year. Um, it's, the coup is on. Um, I, Vegas, one of my favorite cities. Give me UNLV, plus 12 and a half. Yep, I mean, they were my go-to in Teddy Tidbits. Um, I mean, I had very few winners, but UNLV was the constant winner. Um, yep. <laughs> that, the team I kept going back to, so I, I'm taking UNLV plus the points. Um, not really sure who's opted out or whatever for him, but uh, – We're not really sure who's opted out of any game, though, so it's okay. Yeah, um, but they were you terrible in the West Conference game. You don't know until the game kicks off. I mean – Yeah. So – uh, but I'm going to take UNLV in this. The there we rooms. go. There we go. All right, we'll move to Wednesday's games. Four games left here. Um, Virginia Tech playing Tulane in the Military Bowl um, in Annapolis. So I think, I believe Virginia, yeah, no, Virginia Tech will definitely have the uh, the geographical advantage here. But Virginia Tech oh, is a 10 and a half point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Virginia Tech, 10 and a half point favorite. Um, I know Pratt's out. I know Tulane lost their coach and their entire coaching staff. Um, so I have no idea what's going to happen in this game. And their is, leading receiver. Is Drones playing for Virginia Tech? This this line yes. has moved like seven or eight points. Since yeah, Drones is playing. I'm taking Virginia Tech with Drones, minus 10 and a half. Yeah, I am too. This I'm line moved a ton. This was one that when it opened, we all should have jumped on it, knowing that Tulane was going to be Yeah, yeah, up. yeah. Exactly. Like, the second this line came out, we all should have jumped on it. Because there's teams you just know everyone's leaving, and Tulane yeah. was absolutely one of them. Yeah, yeah. Right. Tulane's one of those teams that is just getting picked off by big teams. Like, yeah, I think yeah, bigger Bra- their leading wide receiver uh, just went to Tennessee, Braswell or whatever. I forgot where uh, – Brazel, Chris Brazel, yeah. a freshman uh, from Texas, just went to Tennessee. He'll be good in that offense. Um, yeah. But I don't know where Pratt's going to go. Um might look good at coming back into the state of Florida for Florida State, maybe. We'll see. I don't know. We'll um, but I right. would definitely take Virginia Tech in Maryland. It's the proximity. Yeah. That's travel right there. Blacksburg's out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah it is. That. Yes, it is. But let's let's keep rolling Virginia here. Virginia Tech's probably got a good alumni base in the D.C. Definitely. area. Definitely, definitely. They do. They were scared. They were, their, um, their team was scared to play ECU a couple uh, years ago during the hurricane. All right, we'll fuck Virginia Tech then. Bunch of yeah, bunch all of the cats. ECU. Everyone at ECU hates Virginia Tech. I will say that. Uh, all my homies hate Virginia Tech then. Yep. Um, we'll go to a the best venue in sports, uh, the Duke's Mayo Bowl between West Virginia and North Carolina at Bank of America Stadium in in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. Virginia West Virginia is minus six and a half. This was another one. This has had massive movement. I think this opened at, like, UNC minus two. Um, obviously, Drake May is not playing. I, I, I really don't know if anyone's playing. 
Tez uh, Walker's out. Is a, oh, is a Marion Hampton out? Yep. I, w- I would assume so. Yeah, so, I mean, I think I'm just taking Virginia, by, West Virginia by default. Um, yeah, but, I'm, on, I'm on West Virginia here. Yeah. Of course. I mean, Mac Brown is – Charmin. Charmin. He, he, he – I think – I think he's related to uh, Ryan Day. They're the softest coaches in college football. Mac Brown, <laughs> he's talking about what Dave Dorn said. And then there's, like, clips of, of, like, Drake May and, like, the offensive lineman for Carolina calling NC State. That's why there are bitches. Like, it's like these are private – these were all set in private scenarios that the hot mics picked up and you're, you're calling them classless remarks. Yeah, like it's it's what a are joke. you talking about? It's a it's, it's just, a joke. And Mac Brown's been doing. He talked about the schedule and how hard it was, buddy. You went eight and four. Who would what, you think you were going to do? Like, it's just sad. I mean, I yeah. I would just I couldn't stand. If I was a Carolina fan, I'd be very frustrated. Mac Brown, it's making them look like pansies. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Oh boys, I just found an article of all the opt outs and injuries. For bowl games uh, that just came out today. Well, that would have been great. That would have been, yeah, that would have been great. Like thirty minutes ago when we started. I know. I just, I just googled in North Carolina opt-outs and it just popped up. Oh. Um, it, it's actually more fun to not know who's opt-out. I was about to say, actually, yeah. Ted, don't, yeah. don't send it until after we're done recording here. Because then, then I might get too excited about how sharp my bet is. And, it, and exactly, just, it, yeah. And then when um, you know, hilarious, we're you guys, ninety-eight uh, percent of the money in Vegas is on West Virginia. That is. <laughs> <laughs> that's absurd that's funny i love it um all right let's go to the direct tv holiday bowl in petco park this is actually a cool game um usc playing louisville louisville minus seven and a half i have legitimately no idea who's playing quarterback for usc i don't care i don't trust louisville covering a seven and a half point spread after what they did uh against fsu in the, in the acc championship um Oh my gosh, HUD, that's insane. Louisville's going to score like fifty points on this defense. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I just don't, I just don't trust Louisville. I think they're fraudulent. I think they've been fraudulent all year. I, I may yeah, be I, completely dead wrong. I think, I think Louisville dog walks USC in this game. I don't even think it's close. They definitely I think could. it's a twenty. I think it's a twenty point win. I, I truly, I truly believe that. Without Caleb Williams, USC is going to be a mess. Yeah, but Do I you know I who Miller Moss is. Is the expected quarterback to start for the USC uh, Miller Moss? I've never heard of Miller Moss. But that's a sick name. Yeah, was this the game last year um, where the field is absolutely terrible every year? I mean, no, the turf I don't think is just so. absolutely terrible. Where no, is it's in the Padres? It's in the Padres Stadium. It's in the Padres. It's, it's in the Padres Stadium. Oh, yeah, a base. I hate that. Is there gonna? Are they gonna have a dirt in one of the? Uh, That's what yeah, I'm saying. I'm a, I think I'm every sure. year this this turf is absolutely terrible. People complain no, this about year, it. No, this year was – last year it was Oregon uh, – Oregon-UNC. It was actually a really good game. Bo Nix led that game-winning drive at the end. Oh, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was – it was either Bo Nix led the game-winning drive or Drake May led the game-winning drive. I honestly don't remember. I think it was uh, Bo Nix. I think it was uh, Bo Nix. Give me, give me Louisville. I, I could alt-line them here. I, I don't even think this is close. Ted? Um, I think, I mean, I'm going to take the over. You guys seem pretty confident that, I mean, that the defense is sucked. Might as well just take the offense. I mean, I'll take the over. I think it's 57 and a half. I'll, I think they can score 58 points. Well, there we go. Well, USC is not the stopping them. So. I, mean, yeah. I mean, I think the tempo's there for both op- offenses to s- score the over. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we so, got one game left here. Uh, the Tuesday night 9 p.m. kick, Texas A&M playing Oklahoma State in the Texas – in the I'm sorry, Tax Act Texas Bowl. Uh, Texas A&M minus two. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know who's playing. So, the, the common theme. But give me Oklahoma State. Yeah, I'm going to be pulling for Oklahoma State, so I'll take them. I just, li- I just like the pokes. I like Gundy. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's easy to pull for them and, and easy to – Pull, pull, root against uh, Texas A&M. So. Agreed. Ted? Uh, I mean, Elijah Robinson's going to continue to be the coach here uh, for the bowl game, even though he was recently hired as the Syracuse defensive coordinator. And um, I don't know. I think it's in Houston, Texas A&M. Um, 
pretty close proximity wise. Um, what I saw from Oklahoma State in that Big 12 championship game, if they go up against even a team slightly more physical and bigger than them, uh, they kind of just bend over a little bit. So I'm going to I'm gonna take Texas A&M minus two. The line doesn't really make sense with opt-outs and everything, so I think I'm just going to take Texas A&M here. Yeah. I don't hate that play, to be honest. I don't I don't feel super strongly. That won't be a bet. It'll just be my side that I take for the, in the pick and pull. Um, all right, so that brings us to the end of uh, Wednesday. We'll be back um, probably Thursday at some point. I don't know what Connor's work schedule is next week. I know it's a little uh, tighter than mine. Um, I'm off next week, but um, we yeah, will. I'll, I'll be uh, yeah, I'll be able to record on one. We'll, I mean, I work every day. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll be around. Yeah. So next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, um, Sunday, and then into Monday, um, we got the college football playoff on Monday. So. Obviously, uh, next week we will touch on the, really the New Year's Six. Um, we'll, we'll brush through the other bowl games just, just to talk about them. Um, but I think, I think we'll spend the majority of the next pod talking about the college football playoff games um, as well as the rest of the New Year's Six. So um, another, another week, fellas, another, another uh, opportunity to, to watch some bowl games. What, what more can you ask for? Not, not much more, honestly. It's, it's as good as it gets. So, Ted? We, we appreciate you coming on um, as a recruiting expert. Um, hopefully we can get you on more often. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll, we'll get in talks with your agent, see if we can work, work something out. But um, appreciate you having – appreciate you coming on tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. And, uh, Connor, I really, I really got to take a dump, so that's all I got for tonight. Um, Sounds so, good. So, go Blue. Go Pirates. Go Gators. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of First and Him. While gambling is discussed in this podcast, the views of the producers are strictly opinions of their own, and gambling is not promoted nor endorsed by First and Him. If you believe you have a problem, please call the National Gambling Hotline at 1-800-522-4700. Thanks for listening, and keep being him.